0: to the Emotional Happiness Podcast with That Anita Lod. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll subscribe and hang out with us every week. I'm Anita, your host. And this week on the show, I interview Vanessa Maddox, candidate for Leesburg, Virginia Town Council. She's here to share with us the importance of pursuing your dreams. Thank you again for listening. And now without further delay, the interview with Vanessa. Welcome folks to another episode of That Anita Live. Emotional healing to help you create a happier life. I'm Anita, your host, and this week we're discussing pursuing your dreams. It is well known that accomplishing your goals and dreams builds self-confidence, self-esteem, and makes you feel great about yourself. How's that for emotional healing? My guest today is one busy sister. Over the last 20 years, she has solidified a successful career working for Fortune 500 organizations, federal contractors such as AOL and Nextel, federal government entities such as the US Senate and the Social Security Administration. She also owns and operates her own full service consulting firm that partners with organizations to build and manage world-class employee development programs. You know what? I I can't read the rest of this bio because we would be completely out of time. Help me welcome Vanessa Maddox, candidate for Leesburg Town Council to the That Anita Live show. Thank you, Anita. How are
1: you? I am doing great.
0: Now please tell me, consulting business? Yes. Full-time job? Yes. Husband? Yes. Two kids? Yes. Sons with their own schedules? Yes. And the dog, Sal?
1: and sal maddox yes
0: why in the world
1: would you want to run for public office i like that question (laughs) well actually the decision to run for office has been about 25 years in the making Mm. uh when i came out of undergrad i knew that i was going to be in politics my intended goal was to be a lobbyist. I wanted to be a lobbyist for Disney because I found out that one of my mentors used to be a lobbyist for Disney and I felt that was the coolest job on the planet, so that's what I wanted to do. And um, at the time, uh, shortly thereafter, I started working on Capitol Hill. I had worked there since a sophomore in high school, actually. And um, I was just fortunate enough to be Uh, surrounded by people that wanted to mentor me, wanted to see me do well. And uh, I worked for Congressman Dick Durbin at the time. He's now a senator from Illinois. And uh, his systems manager one day decided to resign. And I had been helping her with the constituent mail system for months. And all of a sudden one day she came in, she said, Vanessa, I'm quitting, I'm moving out west. And I said, out west, where are you going? She said, oh, I just decided to move to Arizona. And I said, well, I said, well, I'm gonna miss you, but who's gonna do this job? This is a huge job. She said, oh, I've been training you on purpose. That's what she told me. And uh, I didn't know (laughs) what to think. Sister with a plan. She had a plan for me, (laughs) apparently. And um, she said, you can handle it. And so she left. And the congressman came through, I'll never forget it, and he said, I gotta hire a new systems manager, but I don't have time to do that. And he he was standing in the middle office. He said, is anybody interested in this job? And everybody looked around at one another. Nobody spoke up. (laughs) (laughs) I raised my hand, I said, Mr. Durbin, I'll do it. He said, Vanessa, you want that job? I said, well, apparently, Sheila has been training me for months to take it, take the job. So I guess I got to do it. He said, okay, you're hired. Wow! And and there went my political aspirations for IT, and that's when my IT career was born. Mm-hmm. And that was 25 years ago, but the 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 Goal and the aspiration for me to run for public office or be involved somehow in politics never left my gut. It was always there. And uh, so fast forward, I'm living in Leesburg, Virginia now. Born and raised in DC. Never thought I would. That's a whole other story. Never thought, that's a whole other show. I gotta come back. I gotta come back (laughs) for that one. And so, So the former mayor of Leesburg and myself are good friends, the current mayor of Leesburg and myself are good friends. And they both came to me and they said, Vanessa, we want you to run for mayor. I said, mayor? I said, "Uh, I don't know about that. And they said, why not? I said, well, I really want both of my kids, my boys to be either in high school or on their way to high school before I even consider running for office. To me, that's just, that was just a mom thing. It was just a security thing for me. Uh, they would be a little bit more self-sufficient. And they kept after me, and they kept after me, and I kept turning them down. They said, are going to run for something one day here? I said, okay. So, fast forward this year. Uh Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue visited Leedsburg and he was going to have a photo op at my kids' elementary school. And this whole visit happened without the knowledge of the parents. So they they, uh, had their meeting in my kids' elementary school. I was coming home from my day job and all I could see was parents and officials and and other people in the town, concerned residents, lined up on the street in front of the school, civil protesting. So I parked my car, I got out. Now I was under the impression that
0: Leesburg was a nice little, quiet little, sleepy hollow type of
1: Mayberry Town, right? Outlets and
0: cow pastures kind of town. I didn't know y'all set it up (laughs) out there.
1: Uh, We set it off in Leesburg. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And um, I got out of my car and I immediately grabbed my phone, turned on Facebook Live because, of course, I'm a social media consultant. That's what I do. And I started interviewing people on the street right there. The Mayor, Kelly Burke, was the first one I pointed the camera on. And uh, I went home that day after all of that happened. I went home that day and I told my husband I'm running for office. And he said, really? <laughs> my said, <husband's, laughs> bless him, he puts up with me. He said, well, what are you gonna run for? I said, I don't know, but God will present it. I'm just gonna wait. Two days later, I get an email, a group email from the mayor of Leesburg. And she says, we can't find anybody to run for my vacant seat." And so (laughs) when I read it, I thought back 20 some years to Mr. Durbin walking in and saying, I can't find anybody to take this job. And it was happening again. So I read the email three times and I didn't respond. That night, I read the email again for a fourth time. And I responded and I said, I'll run, period. So she didn't see it until the next day. And she called me and she said, I got an email from you last night. She said, "Um, it says, I'll run. She said, is is that right? I said, yeah. She didn't want to get excited. No, she didn't (laughs) want to, because she knew I I had turned them down down, before. And she said, is that right? I said, yeah. She said, okay. She hung up the phone. Rest is history.
0: So what do you feel qualifies you for the position?
1: Um, When I went to undergrad in Atlanta in 1984, I had barely gotten out of my parents' car and gone into the dorm when I signed up to be a young Democrat. And we were a small group of very fearless motivated kids from all over the country. And we immediately jumped on Andrew Young's campaign. And then we went to Bill Clinton's campaign. And then we were on buses riding from Atlanta to Greensboro, North Carolina, to get folks in the projects to sign, to register to vote. And we were, doing, we were conducting marches and sit-ins in Atlanta and across the South. And uh, that continued until I came back to the D.C. area when I, was, I worked on the Hill some more. So I have... The
0: flame was always lit. The flame was lit within.
1: since 10th grade of high school. And it never went out. To be a public servant. To be a public servant. And um, I consider myself a uh, servant leader and I've been that way all my IT career and and, in founding my consulting business, I'm always serving, always serving. Um, I ran a global women's network for seven years. I served over 3,000 women around the world for that time. Myself and my cousin co-founded it and it, it, it seemed like I was I was spinning around this political office thing. I was orbiting, it was orbiting me or I was orbiting it. And when that email came through from Mayor Burke, I could no longer avoid it. And after mm-hmm. Mr. Purdue came to our town, it was inevitable. Mm-hmm.
0: So all of those things that you went through kind of prepared you for the proper timing.
1: Absolutely. And
0: then when the email actually came in, it was just something within you that said, okay, this is it.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was no more avoiding it. And it was it was never a fear factor for me. It was more of a timing mm. piece for me with my kids. And uh, it, was, it was the perfect timing.
0: What are the biggest challenges for facing Leesburg right now?
1: The biggest challenges, well, there's several, but the biggest that I see are Phenomenal growth. We have 53,000 plus people in the town limits. We're not talking about Loudoun County extended. We're just talking about the town of Leesburg growing every day. Uh,
0: Has that exploded? Is that a recent explosion?
1: That would be, uh, we moved to Leesburg 13 years ago. Uh, It was happening before that. Wow. Right, right. And it's not stopping. And uh, you think millennials find it attractive? Oh, the millennials are are a big part of that fifty thousand. they're 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 loving the town. They love the old they love the old town feel in a big city feel as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have to catch up to the millennials. So that's part of my <laughs> strategy. It's part of my campaign focus.
0: Millennials,
1: yes. Yes.
0: And with that, we'll be right back.
2: What if I told you that you could stop the negative tape from playing inside your head? What if, with seven simple steps, you could leave the pain of the past behind and live every day as your true, authentic self? It is possible, and you can do it. The ebook, Seven Simple Steps to Beat Emotional Baggage How to Become Whole, Healed, Healthy, and Happy, shares how to resolve emotional baggage. And feel free to live true to your own personality, spirit, and character. Transform negative thinking into positive thinking and become equipped to boldly face your past and resolve emotional pain. Get your free copy at com slash ebook.
0: And we're back and we're here with Miss Vanessa Maddox running for Leesburg Town Council. And we were talking about Leesburg's biggest challenges right now.
1: Yes. Well, let me just talk about what my focuses will be. I have a three-pronged focus. Uh, the first focus for me as a servant leader and having served in, in the, in the uh, voting process and the, the social justice process since I went to, since a 17 year old girl traveling from DC to Atlanta for college. Um, my first concern is the safety well-being and prosper prospering of the citizens of leesburg so i want to make sure that the folks that are on that margin are taken care of and those folks include women moms veterans and seniors those are the groups that are most often forgotten or pushed to the side for whatever reason, I am going to be the voice of those audiences, of those people. That's first. Secondly, because I am a techie and a big old geek, I want to see the infrastructure and the technological advancement of the town. We have a lot of work to do in that area. Um, I sat on two commissions on the town, the Economic Development Commission and the Technology and Communications Commission, in preparation to make this run, and I learned an awful lot about how uh, the gov- the town uh, government, is run, what's important to the citizens, and uh, we have a lot to, uh, a lot of work to do to do in that area. Thirdly,
0: okay, so what a town area Wi-Fi,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: that something that? really could be a reality?
1: I believe that that could certainly be a reality. We talked about that, that was a hot topic uh, when I was on the Tech and Comm Committee. Uh, we just needed to figure out how to do it, an effective way to do it, and to make sure that the community was behind us, because that's always the key. And we were we were halfway there. We were halfway there. I just want to uh-huh. bring it home. <laughs> I just want to bring it home, right? Because, uh, you know, I was kind of half joking, half serious about the whole millennial thing. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, they've taken over. They demand certain things Mm -hmm. in their community. Yes, they do. And people might think it's funny, but town Wi-Fi is one of them. When they come to downtown Leesburg to the restaurants and to take their kids to the play areas, they want to be able to connect and that's just one of the things they wanna be able to do. And then your number three? And then my number three, of course, is uh, my concerns for the environment, and I'm really excited about pushing forward uh, my agenda to have an eco-friendly and a comprehensive energy plan Mm -hmm. for the town. And that's very important. Uh, In the suburbs, you don't have a a bunch of uh, bikes rolling around. Uh, You don't have uh, any sort of eco-friendly programs that would be accessible to the community. I would love to see a program like they have in DC, uh, the uh, street bikes, you know, the bikes that you can rent. Uh, I would love to see something like that in yeah, Leedsburg. That's,
0: that's a millennial thing. That's a millennial thing.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm a Just
0: gen- just generally speaking, across the generations.
1: Yes. That is a millennial thing. It might seem like a millennial thing, and it probably is, but I'm a Gen Xer and I would love to see that as well.
0: Because Gen X tends to be such a small generation that it's either, you're either a Gen X with Boomer tendencies or you're a Gen X with Millennial tendencies.
1: I would describe myself as a Gen Xer with Millennial tendencies. Uh, I found out that Millennials didn't wear watches, so I stopped wearing a watch. But well, that didn't work. A, that didn't work a long time because <laughs> I'm old school. So I had to put my watch back Back on. on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reason why I love tech so much is because the younger generations are dictating everything that we see and use in the tech community. And I think it's the most amazing thing on the planet. I just love it.
0: Now, you know what? Most of us over here in civilization, closer to the Beltway, the only thing we know about Leesburg is outlets. Right. And you have the time, the traffic right. Now, Mm -hmm. most of it, the ride out to Leesburg is Loudoun County. Does the town of Leesburg itself have a traffic
1: issue? The town of Leesburg itself has a traffic issue. Uh, Anytime, well, when I'm coming up Route 7, Mm -hmm. around 6 p.m. on a weeknight, there could easily be a backup going into the town. Fortunate for us, we have a wonderful bypass. I use that to go around, which is actually closer to my house. But if there's one accident, that bypass is backed up. So there are several traffic abatement programs that the current Leesburg Town Council is working on. Um, I've attended several of those meetings about uh, relieving that. Uh, There are several, uh, there are a couple of uh, construction uh, projects in the works now to relieve Route seven as a whole. Okay. I don't know if Route seven will ever be relieved. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but we're working on it. We're working on it. So the county has partnered with the town to to get to get us there.
0: Now, what is- That's a big issue. Live from the minivan.
1: <laughs> well, uh, Anita. Miss Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. <laughs> This year, April, April 6th, -hmm. uh, my partner and I uh, hosted a TEDx event. And for those of you not uh, familiar with TEDx, Google it. we hosted a TEDx Ashburn event. That morning, my girlfriend was coming out to help us with the event, and uh, I went to pick her up at the Reston Metro. Well, that particular day was a huge rainstorm. It was almost, it was hurricane proportions. I was sitting underneath the Metro, fortunately, waiting for my friend, and as I do often, I got bored. So I started flipping around with my phone, with Facebook Live because, you know, everybody was, oh, Vanessa, you should get on Facebook Live. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, we love it. I was like, oh, whatever. I like Periscope, right? So, uh, got on Facebook Live. I'm sitting in my silver minivan that I drive, that I've driven for years with the kids. And I turned it on and I said, what's up, folks? It's your girl, Vanessa Maddox, live from the minivan. It was not planned. It was a total fluke. It just kind of flew out my mouth. And um, I stayed on for like a minute and a half, got off, didn't think any more about it. The next day, a good friend of mine called. She said, hey, I saw your show yesterday. I said, what show? She said, you're live from the minivan show? She said, that was awesome. I was like, uh, no, that wasn't a show. That was just me being bored. I was playing around. You didn't you didn't get it? No. <laughs> and she said, well, you should do that again. And so a couple of days later, I did it again and people were watching. Mm. I said, what's going on? So every morning I would come on and I would just talk about life. It was unrehearsed, unscripted, and um, I would just drop nuggets of wisdom from whatever wisdom I had and people started watching. And uh, all of a sudden I have a show called hashtag live from the minivan. And now that I'm running for public office, I can only film three days a week. So I film on Monday, Wednesday and Friday now. Mm-hmm. And on the days that I miss f- filming the show, people would call me and say, why weren't you on this morning?
0: We want our live from the minivan, at least two minutes every morning. Three to five minutes. want our live from the- how do
1: the boys feel about mom running for office? They do not care in the least. Uh, <laughs> my 13 year old says, thought it, well, this is what I found out, I, he thought it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He came home one day and he said, mom, my friend saw you on Instagram. I said, really? Mm. I said, well, what'd they think? They said they thought you were cool. And then he just walked off. So that's the only time that my 13-year-old said he thought something I did was cool because his friends saw me <laughs> on Instagram. So I took it. I took it. My oldest, he's 15, he's very much into tech. Uh, he doesn't really care. But you know, they love their mom and mm. you know, they, you know, they talk to me every now and then, and it's <laughs> great.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because boys don't give you a lot of conversations. No,
1: One they, word don't. Answer no <laughs> they don't. No, they don't. One-word responses. How was school today? Fine. <laughs> That's it. What's your vision for
0: Leesburg?
1: My vision for Leesburg is to be able to take us into the next millennial and forward. Mm. My vision is to embrace and uh, take care of and make, to make sure that all of our citizens are happy, productive, and informed, and that they know exactly how their town government is run. I want, uh, the one of the other main focuses is for the body to be educated. I'm an educator, 25 years in training and development, Uh, If anybody looks at my campaign page right now, all of my posts consist of, do you know what your town did this week? Do you know where the mayor's gonna be? Do you you even know what the process of someone running for office is? Mm -hmm. I wanna make sure that people are aware and informed. And if you keep the people informed and aware, everything else falls into place.
0: So is this one position Will that fulfill the flame that burns for political office or should we expect more from President (laughs) Matt?
1: Well, my ultimate goal is the U.S. Senate and I did the math. I'm 50 Mm -hmm. and uh, by the time I make the Senate, I will probably be closer to 70 and that's okay with me.
0: your goals and living out your dreams sure does do good things for your emotions. It's also an excellent way to set an example for all the little people, the children in your life that are watching you and looking up to you. If you'd like to learn more about Vanessa, visit hashtag Vanessa for town Council on Facebook. I'm Anita, your host. Be sure to check thatanitalive.com for where and when to see our next episode.
3: Welcome to That Anita Live TV on YouTube. Here at That Anita Live, I share episodes about emotional healing to help you create a happier life. How do I do that? Through awareness, education, and most importantly, you, the community by sharing tips and techniques from real people with real stories of overcoming trauma and abuse to live relentless lives. Hanging out with me, you'll laugh, you'll learn, but most importantly, you'll heal. Never miss a moment. Subscribe to That Anita Live's YouTube channel today. Subscribe via ThatAnitaLive.com forward slash YouTube.
0: Thank you to Vanessa for appearing on the show. And I hope you, I really hope you enjoyed this interview. If you like this podcast, please remember to leave a five-star review. Share this episode via Twitter or Facebook. Spread the word. Tell everyone you know to listen, subscribe, and download new episodes every Sunday. I'm diligently working to grow this podcast because I know it can help heal so many others. I would really appreciate your help. If you need to connect with me directly, my email is anita at thatanitalive.com. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you can find me on all those platforms under the handle That Anita Live. Be sure to meet me back here every Sunday for a new episode of Emotional Happiness, where you learn, you laugh, but more importantly, you'll heal. Till next week.